0: The purple death is poised, and we usually start oh, with hello, and you do a quick hello and welcome. Yeah. yeah. Space. Space. Okay. Yes. Hello. Hi, Gordon. Yeah, good. I haven't scripted any of this, so you're going to have to no. wing, wing it. But there we go. Oh, Unless you want to indeed. go for a completely different technique. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Deciding that a podcast looking into the science fiction serials that featured in cinemas in the 1930s and beyond was long overdue, Andy and Martin set about rectifying this omission. Having completed the 1936 13-part serial entitled Flash Gordon made by Universal Pictures and based upon the cartoon strip of the same name created by Alex Raymond and all 15 chapters of 1938's Flash Gordon's Trip to Mars, we now present our running commentary series for the final 12-part serial from 1940, Flash Gordon Conquers the Universe. Hello and welcome to Space Soldiers. A commentary podcast with Andy Priestner and Martin Holmes. Flash Gordon Conquers the Universe. Chapter 1. The Purple Death.
1: Hello and welcome to Space Soldiers. Space Soldiers! <laughs> A Flash Gordon. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed. You. A Flash? <laughs> do it again. Sorry, let's do it again. <clears throat> okay. Hello and welcome to Space Soldiers! Space Soldiers! A Flash Gordon commentary podcast with me, Andy. And me, Martin. Hello, Series 3! Series 3, can you believe it?
0: <laughs> Nobody can believe it, I can tell you that. <laughs>
1: Well, we're about to join Flash and his lovely friends once again for a third outing in the movie serial franchise. This time, Mm. we're in 1940. And what is the serial, Martin? Flash Gordon! Flash
0: Gordon! Conquers the universe!
1: Yes, and I only yesterday discovered what that means. I had no ah. idea what it meant until yesterday. I now understand it, but that's ah. for another time, not for today. With his fake Dale. Pardon?
0: Or his replacement Dale.
1: Oh, this, this it does have fake Dale in it. Mm. But um, we'll come to the Carol Hughes story at some point, oh, no doubt. Jolly good. While we're talking about fake Dale, can I just say mm. that of all of the cast, Dean mm. Rogers, who played original Dale, mm. her movie credits are amazing, because <laughs> most of them on IMDb they're like, oh, they played this big part in Flash Gordon and then they were Waiter in Bar or... Coughing a
0: Spit Four. Yes. Yes,
1: exactly. But she went on to do so many big movies in the 1940s. So no wonder she said, no, I'm not doing that trash again. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, did I say trash,
0: darling? (laughs) No, it wasn't quite that, was it? She was unavailable.
1: (laughs) Well, what I read was she was unavailable and unwilling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've made myself unavailable.
1: I am unavailable. Yeah. Tell
0: him I'm unavailable.
1: I'm not answering my phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm picturing her now on a on a bonnet with a cigarette, <laughs>
0: <laughs> getting one of her underlings to make the phone call. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. A, a house full of o- oiled and underdressed gentlemen. <laughs>
1: In 1940s California, I'm astonished.
0: Ah, I think, well, it's amazing what was going on behind the scenes in 1940s California.
1: <laughs> when you keep saying this, it makes me feel like you've got this, this secret knowledge about this. No, I, d- I, did, uh, <laughs> I
0: did go to Xanadu, uh, not Xanadu, what's it called? The real one. Oh, Hurst's, okay. Hearst's place, Hearst Castle. okay. I went to Hearst Castle on holidays, and and the tales some of them tell about the parties oh, that up there. Oh, see. And, but also that sort of stuff features in the stories of James Elroy, who writes a lot ah. about sort of forties Hollywood as background to his I've stories. Not right, read like, any of him? Like La Confidential. The very different. The books are very different to the. the the films that have been made of them, but
1: hmm. but uh, very so, much
0: background of things that were going on in 40s and 50s Hollywood. But you know, it was a it was a cesspit. It was a cesspit, a very double cesspit. Gosh. There was shenanigans. shenanigans, shenanigans everywhere.
1: Oh god, of course there were. Well, there now, were wealthy this... people
0: who with nobody telling them to stop doing things. Let's let's be a bit of politics. You <laughs> know, I mean that's 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 basically what was happening.
1: Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Don't apologise. So this is Flash Gordon conquers the universe. Mm. There are 12 episodes. Twelve. and today we will. F- We'll focus on one, which is the Purple Death. Um, Purple Death. Before we do, Mm. I just wanted to talk a bit about the background to this serial and and how it is perceived and received and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you know that they intended to do another serial entirely in its place in 1940? Did you know this fact? I Ah? know nothing. I know nothing. So, in 1939, we had Mm. Buck Rogers Mm -hmm. with... Buster Crab yes. in the lead role with his actual hair color, so he was very happy. Mm-hmm. But. Happy Flash. The plan was in 1940 to do Buck Rogers 2. Oh, ah, okay. But it was so <laughs> it was so badly received and so unpopular that they decided to revert to Flash Gordon instead, which is why we have Flash Gordon Conquest the Universe. People
0: didn't like Buck. No. That it is didn't. surprising. That is surprising because yeah. one, isn't it? Oh, it's hardly any different. But two. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I, I, I mean, I know it's got the annoying sort of Will Wheaton-like in it, but um, uh, you the know, what, it's got, sorry? Uh, it's got you know Will uh, Wheaton from uh, Star Trek, you know you've got the the young the young boy genius oh, thing I going see. on, which is yeah. kind of annoying. I accept that. Yeah. But uh, I always no, I, I remember enjoying Buck Rogers as much as I enjoyed well, Flash Gordon. I too, so it. that's
1: interesting. So anyway, elsewhere, mm-hmm behind the scenes the Flash Gordon comic strip had moved on quite a pace since the original serial and certainly since Trip to Mars as well so they felt that because the serial was so popular with the theatre going audience Mm -hmm. that they needed to make some changes when the third series came around oh that's typical isn't it yes that's popular let's change it well no let's change it to it so it's more in keeping with the comic strip yes
0: oh okay then Mm.
1: So, I think the myth is that all the costumes were left over from The Adventures of Robin Hood or Mm. The Prisoner of Zender, which were 1938 and 1937, respectively. Mm. But they were different studios. It's not true. It's more, Mm. in fact, that um, Alex Raymond's comic strip was much more forester Ranger-type outfits at this point for all the Uh, um, Arborea-set adventures. And there were a lot of adventures in Arborea at this point. mm -hmm. So... Arborea is the wooded realm within Mongo. Mm-hmm. and Where
0: Peter Duncan will come to
1: die. Yes, where Peter Duncan will die horribly. Wood um, beast, <laughs> wood beast. So, wood beast. <laughs> so the, there's a lot of things tying in. So that's why Baron also isn't Richard Alexander anymore. Because oh. in the comic strip, he was svelte and <laughs> classically good looking, etc. Oh, so that's mess. why he was dick. That's why he was ditched, so that we could have a more of a baron that we knew from the comic strip. Oh. Yes.
0: Well, you couldn't get away with that sort of thing today, could you?
1: Eh? No. Do you know why Priscilla Lawson didn't return as Aura?
0: Well, was that the accident?
1: No, oh. and it's not even clear whether that accident's real. Oh, right. I think that, that may even be a myth. But she'd given up acting by this point. Oh, crikey.
0: Already. Yeah, All right. So there you go. That is astonishing. The old yes. war effort and all that. I know, I know. She yeah, did her and oh, we must mention the war. Yeah, don't mention the war. We must mention the war.
1: The war is happening. We've reached the war. Yes. Although, when was Pearl Harbor? Uh, forty-one. Ah, you see, the so America's not anywhere near the war yet, are they? Yeah. They're just keeping themselves to themselves, keep carrying Absolutely. on making talking pictures and everything. Absolutely. They don't care.
0: Yet. Yes, we're in full isolationism at this point.
1: But we, we do have obvious overtones in this serial. Mm. So Ming is more Hitlerian. Hitlerian? Yes. Hitlerian? Yes. Um, Dictatorial, con- certainly. <laughs> yes. And there's mention of concentration camps, mm. which is interesting because there's a lot of talk always about did people know about the concentration mm. camps as early as 1940? Mm. Well, this suggests that maybe they did. Mm. Maybe not to the extent of the horror of them. Mm. There's also suggestions of eugenics in this serial. Mm. So the war sort of casts a shadow over mm. the narrative certainly.
0: Well, lest we forget that America had its own version of the concentration camp for the uh, for the Japanese um oh, of the course. citizens uh, slightly
1: later on. And I do heartily heartily recommend um, George Takei's interview with David Tennant about mm? About his internment and his father's internment, that was very good.
0: But there's a lot of stuff about uh, that kind of era, and uh, you know the um, not Philip Roth, but the the man in the high castle. Is it? You know the the alternative. Oh yes, 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 yes. And the whole thing about Lindbergh possibly becoming president, all that, and all that Mm. sort of parallels with the era.
1: Yeah, mm. On the writing team, we have George Plimpton and Basil Dickey back in the fold. Bas Dickey! So Bas Dickey are a mate because they were the writers of the original Flash Gordon serial. They were brought back. Mm-hmm. But there was a newcomer, Barry Shipman, oh, Okay, who did a lot of other um, movie serials. So Mm -hmm. they had a strong team, but that's also why you go back to the core of the Flash Gordon universe from the first serial Mm. and why you have things like Ming fancying Dale again, Mm. which was completely absent from... Mm. Trip to Mars. Mm. Um, and you have, of course, you've got Baron and Aura. Mm. And we're back on Mongo, of course. Yes, we are. But Aura is a very disappointing housewife who's very meek and mild and nothing like the, the vampish uh-huh. threat <laughs> she was, she was, <laughs> was before.
0: Channeling her Azura rather than her
1: Aura. <laughs> exactly. And that's hard. a hard sentence to say. Well done. I'm not saying it twice. <laughs> also from the comic strip, we have a character called Ronal, who oh, okay. everyone knew. Ronal! And, uh, Ronal was, a, was exotic I don't think he's that exotic, but certainly when Flash meets him in this serial, he mm. says, Oh, hello, Renal! <laughs> People are like... We watching it now are like, well, he's never met him. Uh, but when, he... the, when Ronald lost his D. <laughs> yeah, but Flash and Renal knew each other so well in the comic strip that the oh, okay. audiences then would have just accepted it, you see.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, exciting news just in, which I forgot to mention mm. as well last time. You can actually get Dr. Zarkov's rocket ship as a kit... From ah. fantasticplastic.com. Ah, yes. And it costs $85. It does, yes. So if you $85 to spare, <laughs> it's very good. Yes, I, suspe- you... I suspect I, w-
0: I won't be doing that.
1: But yeah. <laughs> Indeed, but it does look gorgeous. Yes. I do think I'd um, need to
0: see the little sort of, you know, the little metal ones of, of all the Flash Gordon Spaceships. I think they'd be a
1: nice thing, but... But we what, the I'm, sure you, you mean. I'm sure you
0: can probably get 3D printed versions now if you try oh, Of hard.
1: course, 3D printing seems much like open up this world. It See, seems to make people cheerful. What else is there to say other than, of course, we're introduced to new worlds within Mongo, so we've mm. got Phrygia mm. makes its appearance, which had been in the comic strip, mm. the Land of the Dead, mm. and of course Arborea is where Baron's from. I don't remember mm. whether we go there or not in this, but mm. we'll find well, out. I
0: think we spend a lot of time in Arborea, actually. Oh, okay, good. I think yes. I think it's it's more that we didn't go there in the first serial, which uh, which is kind of yeah. surprising.
1: And there's some confusion because Baron rules a Borea, mm. but when we left him on Mongo in Flash Gordon, mm. he and Aura ruled all of Mongo. Mm. Now he just rules up. Well, that was on
0: the assumption that Ming was dead, and then it turns out that Ming isn't dead. And it's, oh, well, I'll go back and run Arborea for a few years instead, then, and, and have a bit yeah. of a, a body sculpt and head change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get and, really and grow great. some hair and or, kind of <laughs> yeah, thing, you
1: know. make some changes. Get, lose
0: some space nappies. Uh, people people <laughs> finally told me I should stop wearing space nappies. So, you know, exactly. I'm going to wear but lovely, you... lovely,
1: lovely leggings. Sorry, go on. Talking of Ming, mm-hmm. there's commonly um common responses to this serial is that how on earth did ming survive the disintegration in flash one of that Mars. hole in the roof that well in- exactly <laughs> that's what i was gonna say there's loads of people online saying there's no explanation i'm like that skylight thing was obvious so shut up naysayers it was obvious he got through the skylight Absolutely. yes
0: all aboard the skylight
1: uh, exactly.
0: Funnily enough, uh, last weekend, in between the serials, I watched yes. uh, Frau im Mond, Pardon? which is a... Frau im Mond is a, The Woman in the Moon, which is Ooh. a Fritz Lang movie, uh, which yeah. was the, one of the first depictions of what space travel might be like. in It's a silent movie, a German silent movie. Hmm. Obviously, Fritz Lang eventually had to flee uh, Germany for the usual reasons. But uh, it's quite interesting that it had... Within the, the party that goes to the moon, there was a woman and a scientist and the ah, hero, if you see what I mean. yeah. And I, th- I just thought it was kind of an interesting parallel that quite a lot of what went on in Frauenmond in, in 1929 sort of you know influenced Flash Gordon. But the fascinating thing to me is also yes. that within this f- serial, you get uh, Lenny Rievenstahl footage being used which is a German so there's quite a lot of German cinema uh, influences going on which I just thought were worth mentioning before
1: we start definitely and we should also mention Liszt's Les Preludes should we not mm. which is the Indeed. music yes Indeed. so I think that's that's an, enough as an introduction but I think I trample. just wanted to say I wanted to say that we approach this Not necessarily thinking this is the third and the worst Flash Gordon serial, because that seems to be the common belief. But I know it's had Mm. some reappraisal because it was on Talking Pictures in the UK recently. Mm. But also what I've read about it is that that's a very quick, dismissive way of looking at this. And in fact, Mm. some elements are way better. So I'm interested to see, especially seeing as I didn't think Trip to Mars was as good as I did when I was a kid. Mm. But then why would I, you know? Mm. <laughs> well, overall, it's. Not... I think, it's, it's, I, think the, the, I say, I think we talked about this, but the,
0: the highlights are still highlights. Yes, uh, uh, it's just I feel that there are fewer highlights than you think across 15 episodes. And yeah, yeah. I think you just remember right. them. Right,
1: are we ready to go in?
0: I hope so. All being well, okay. I have my screen set up with my my image, my black. Screen, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yes, I, I think I'm almost ready to go. I'll probably find there's some horrible, horrible technical reason why this we have to start again, but we'll give it a go.
1: Yes, indeed. Okay. So, after five, four, three, two, one, go. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Different tune.
0: Now this the opening titles for this version, yeah. Weirdly, I'm getting the King's feature titles on this one, which is okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. Yes, we uh, the opening scroll. I think we should mention the opening roll or scroll before we get to it, because this uh, very much is the text disappearing to the horizon. Is yes. still this was the this was the version they nicked. We've lost the uh, shifting. We've lost the shifting, the uh, cartoon strip, and we've and we've gained, we've gained some Star Wars influences. Anyway, we're getting yes. some nice cast pictures at the moment.
1: Oh, and Gwyn as Sonia—we've not mentioned her yet, have we? Nope,
0: she'll appear, but she gets quite a major uh, billing, considering I don't think she's in much of the first half of the series. Ah. But uh, yes, it's it's very whoa, Yes, welcome back, Flash, everybody, hurrah! And then we get some skiing, which apparently doesn't appear in the serial either, which is, <laughs> which is part of the Lenny Rievenstahl footage. Purple Death.
1: Chapter one: The Purple Death. Oh gosh! So the purple death. purple death. Oh, I
0: see. Yes, lots of people screaming "Purple Death" and shouting and running and panicking in that sort of stock footagey way that they do. And oh, an ambulance! Yeah. But the interesting thing about uh, when you actually work out what Purple Death is, it's not the Green Death. It's no. Not the Red Death. No. It's definitely the purple death, but basically, Good. as a way of killing people, it's very peculiar. Why? You basically wake up with a blob of purple on your forehead and you die. Oh, that is strange. And that's it. I now did, I'm trying to think, what disease would make a purple dot appear on your forehead? It's <laughs> very, very peculiar, but that is know, odd, isn't it? But the fact is, it's got it's certainly got the Americans worrying. Yes. And we've got lots of headlines. The,
1: the, t- the toll is mounting hourly.
0: It feels feels relevant somehow.
1: Yes, yeah, a lethal plague, a lethal virus.
0: Anyway, the old white men are gathering to work out what's going So the we're going to be
1: fi- we're going to be fine, aren't we? If there's old white men together.
0: One one of which is Flash's other dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, he's writing a telegram. Oh, yes. Or a news report. That's urgent. That must be a man
0: writing on a piece of paper, running through a door. Ah, this so will be. This will news.
1: We've well, had the planet of peril, we've had mm, the nitron beam, and now mm, we've got the purple death.
0: Purple death! And the purple people. Tell us going, what's
1: I, going on, everyone shouting. Yes, we want to know why. This is how news happened back in the 40s. On balconies. People, went,
0: people stood on a balcony <laughs> in front of some stock footage <laughs> And the stock footage said, What's happening? What's happening? Hurrah, hurrah. And they clapped. And they're all standing far too close together if purple death is about, if you ask me. <laughs> but
1: let's not go I, th- there.
0: I agree. Ah, that famous tannoy picture that we enjoyed at the end of Trip to Mars. I like it.
1: The three the three horns. I'm enjoying the balustrade on the balcony, if indeed it is a balustrade.
0: So up in the higher stratosphere,
1: we see Ooh, a rocket ship of
0: familiarity. There's Dr. Zarkov, and there's Flash in a shirt. Oh, they spotted and, one of
1: Ming's ships from Mongo. And some mysterious woman we've not met before. Well honestly it could be Dale from this point it? She, You know, she's still got dark hair <laughs> She looks more like Dale Than between Flash Gordon and Trip to Mars
0: <laughs> Random woman But but uh, Flash is back in his business suit and tie Which is always rather lovely Aerial view of the Earth a lot more stock photography I always feel this must be the stock market crash Of the 30s film uh, Oh possibly,
1: yes, that's a good point so have they actually got back from Mars or is well, this meant to be co- continuous? No, I don't think it's
0: contagious. I think it's actually, this is a couple of years later and Zarkov's doing his, I'm going to solve this mystery but I think, he blames everything on Mongo. He sits there, Everything. every time there's any problem on the world now he says it's probably Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> that's his thing. He just now that you will notice that that's as, uh, the difference between the two star shi- uh, rocket ships is the, yeah. the little the little cylinders around the rim of the the uh, Zarkov ship have returned even though he flew back in one of these ships which are the ones without the little cylinders around the edge
1: little bits oh. of continuity
0: to it now oh, space t- uh, space periscopes they have now which is a, which is a new thing you know how we said they could never see out the windows. Yeah. The interiors of these uh, spaceships have been definitely redesigned, and they've now got little tele- uh, little periscopes to look through.
1: Oh. But,
0: but the evil Captain Torch...
1: See? So Earl Ascombe in the first series, I think it's someone else this time, isn't That's it? That's
0: right, but he's got his laser cannon. Yes. And uh, But you'll notice that Dale also had a periscope there.
1: So the interior is quite different, isn't it? It's mm. It's a new build. Yes. Oh, it all looks, but it's funny enough, it does actually look quite expensive. I, I
0: mean, I imagine they're all actually the same set redressed, but but it it does have some. You know, it's it's it. You can tell things have moved on.
1: Yeah. There's more anyway. controls. It's not just one panel that they have to do all the stuff on. It's yeah. Anyway, we're
0: getting a bit of a space battle here. Wow. Dale seems to be wearing riding gear. <laughs> Why just, not? Well, absolutely. <laughs> Well, it's, probably, it's probably flying gear, but you know. It, yeah. yeah,
1: She has a nice line in Jodhpur. Yeah, it's very Jodpuri, isn't it? Mm.
0: Yeah. although, as as later on, she, she wears a very a very nice miniskirt and tights combination. You know, they're obviously trying to make
1: the most of her. <laughs> Indeed, Carol Hughes, who we will mm. talk about later in the series, mm. born in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: This is a very odd way of flying a spaceship. The guy who's piloting it can only see the back of the guy in front of him. <laughs> Honestly,
1: it's so weird.
0: So basically, he is going left a bit, right a bit through his
1: front, <laughs> oh, my front Lord. viewing
0: tube. I don't think it can be the safest way of
1: flying a spaceship. But no, uh, I really don't because... think it is.
0: Anyway, we're in flight.
1: Oh, they realise they're in a Borea.
0: We're off to Arboria, and there's lovely rural, rural Arborea, a lovely sort of wide shot of his palace, So but
1: we land in the Valley of Desolation Of course, again. we don't know where Arborea... <laughs> yeah, of course. Although the <laughs> though that, that we're seeing... Have... Ah, yeah, here we go. It's so Robin seeing... Hood and his Merry Men. We're in Sherwoody Forest. Yes, ye olde Sherwood Forest.
0: Ye she olde Sherwoody Forest. But well, there's been a bit of a redesign. We've got nice steps built into the doorway. I don't think we've had those before. But that's a proper big spaceship when it when it's the full size one, isn't it? So that's Baron, or is that Baron, or is this Rohan? Ronald, Roland, no. I would spent quite a lot of time with this work trying to work out which one is Baron and which one is his old mate.
1: So we just assume this is all okay as as movie going audiences because it mm. is. The the Arborea we know from the comic strips. Mm. But in terms of the film, it doesn't make any sense yeah. that they know Arborea or Baron's Castle. But
0: Arborea has obviously seen a few Robin Hood films and thought, hmm, we like the look of that. That's the sort of wear you should wear in a forest.
1: Meanwhile, totally. back at
0: Ming's palace... Well, oh, that's Had a bit better. A bit rejigged. We see Ming, and he's now not wearing his cloak.
1: Oh, and we've oh! got the footage. We've Yay! got the from the, the first old, serial. The old erotic dancing.
0: An erotic dancer on a <laughs> and table. And you've got
1: one girl on a table. One girl <laughs> on a
0: table. So we're obviously in Ming's nightclub. <laughs> but he's got his he's got his whelk chair back.
1: Good. It wouldn't be flash-forward so without that throne.
0: Right. Yes. But he's had, he's had a hat redesign. I'm beginning to think that the Ming that was on Mars was not this Ming. I think it's his brother of Ming. But Torch has arrived, going. Oops, we we messed it all up, sir, sire. Are you sure? Yes, <laughs> sir. toward the
1: planet Earth, completely out of
0: control. Oh, they think they shot down, Zarkov. Ha ha ha. A little I do hate. like Ooh.
1: Ming in white. Ming in white's very... I don't know.
0: Oh, he, he's doing the. He's very much doing the relaxed... He looks better, actually. Doesn't oh! Oh, we have a dodgy scientist.
1: Oh, he seems like um, Steptoe. yes yeah, Steptoe the scientist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, there's been stuff afoot. Between the it old has. Queen Freya and the Phrygians. Well, yeah. the trape- a cold people, a it's been said. <laughs> it's been said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this mad scientist <laughs> has basically <laughs> he's perfected his death dust. Oh, I see. And his death dust has a weird aspect to it. Yes. Is that it Wouldn't gets it be rid of clever folk. Yeah, so basically dim labourers Quote their, their, their attitude Gosh, so this is the eugenics
1: element, isn't it? This is,
0: yeah Your ordinary folk will be spared
1: To work but, for him
0: Yeah, but anybody who's a bit clever And clever enough to work out, you know Wow to pose him Will get disposed of Ah! Oh God, who's this? This is Aura Really? I'm
1: afraid so and Dale has turned into Cinderella overnight.
0: <laughs> well, she's got herself a nice fluffy top,
1: <laughs> which fluffy is probably,
0: probably genuine Mink, unfortunately. So not this faux yes. fur for Dale, this is the genuine... They've been out hunting in the forest and killed as many animals as they could. Oh no, this is...
1: Oh no, that's Aura. Oh, oh right.
0: This must be, oh, be, this will be Queen Freya. sorry, yes, that was chatting uh-huh. around the table. And they've all given natty new outfits, and and uh, Flash has been given a natty new... Well, who's new, this? Well, I don't it's Robin.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, Flash, looking at his feet there, has sort of been given this quite military look. It's quite a good look on him, really. It is, really. It's quite adamant as well. Although he's, he's obviously feeling he doesn't have to say much in this scene. Oh, they've all stood up suddenly. <laughs> Ah it's gonna be an execution of their best buddy. I believe he's called Loopy. Loopy? <laughs> Loopy their agent is going to is being threatened by Ming. And he's called Loopy. Which of course when you're talking about all these all the clever people getting zapped.
1: He's, well, he's a, loopy, he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they're all in Russian hats suddenly, which yeah, is a choice.
0: Well, This is because Phrygia is a very cold place. Oh, is
1: that where he's going to be executed? Is that why they're going there? I'm not sure that's where they're I going I missed there. that.
0: I think there's something to do with, uh, from what I remember of the plot, there's something to do with... Um, uh, there is a, a powder that cures the Purple Death that can only be found in Phrygia. Oh, gosh. So, so they're on a mission to...
1: There does seem to be an awful lot of... Carry on.
0: No, they're they're on a mission to Phrygia to get the the Polarite. That's the thing.
1: Ah. There are a lot of characters on the screen so far. Yes. More than the serial. So people saying it's cheap, well, they've definitely employed more actors.
0: Well, I think you've got to tell more story in an episode when it's 12 episodes. Yeah. So, meanwhile, over in Ming's palace, they're going to experiment and show how the horrible purple death, new purple death, new improved purple death... New improved purple death from Calm Olive. Yes. By, putting some, by putting somebody a bit dim and someone a bit clever in the same pod. And oh, this, what guy's,
1: this guy's evil, yes. isn't he, Steptoe? Yes.
0: Oh, he's evil, Steptoe, absolutely, yes. Meanwhile, uh, over in Polarite HQ... So I think they, I don't know are they on a rescue mission and then they're going to or is this just they're in kit as as a kind of disguise anyway that's loopy on the right there yeah or is that loopy in the middle I'm losing track
1: oh god I don't know oh
0: we must destroy these clever types powerful enough to destroy human thought place them in the dust chamber. oh you hear that. There's no dictator in the universe powerful enough to destroy human thought. That's oh,
1: yeah, right. Yeah, I think he's in Germany, mate, already. Yeah, yeah. Doing quite well. I think this well. is
0: just the... I think this is just oh, they're in Phrygian getup and they're going on a rescue oh, mission before they go off to do some uh, ice world see. rescuing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. So we've got...
0: Now, how can we tell which one's the clever one and which one is the... Oh, God. Yeah, basically, you know, we talked about eugenics before.
1: Yeah. Oh, he
0: looks like a he looks like a criminal type, and he, and the man of simple intellect wow. survived. Gosh,
1: because he had bad hair, yeah. basically.
0: <laughs> now the thing is, if you were Ming, you're thinking, mm, I'm a bit clever. This can't fall into the wrong hands. Yeah. You know, but then again, that's the other aspect of this: is well, do you think you're, you know, because everybody thinks they're the clever one, really, don't they? <laughs> so nobody would want to use this. Even even the dimmest people in the world think they're the cleverest people. Because
1: that's... I mean, it just immediately makes me think: where is the dividing line? At what point do you become
0: well, dim or clever? It? It? Yeah. Do you, do, you get, do you get mostly purple death if you're a bit dim? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, it feels like too much of a dangerous if, sliding if, scale.
0: If, if, if you're actually quite <laughs> clever, but you buy a stupid newspaper one day, does
1: that? <laughs> You yeah, it does. As soon thing? as you buy the sun, you're deft. Oh no, you're not. You're saved. This is a way to. This is a way to sell bad newspapers.
0: Uh, secret, secret agents in the city. Are they oh, are on. Oh gosh.
1: Again, more costumes. Flash. More costumes. The Gorgeous. costumes are all over
0: the place, <clears> and they are. There are many, many of them in various hues and types. But then again, when you've got so many factions going on, it actually is a very good yeah, way to, to right. sort of differentiate. You know.
1: So Flash is in liberating the They're on a
0: rescue mission. General saying, Loopy. General Loopy.
1: Aha! Oh it's Ming. Ming has it's arrived. It's... I like the swirly um thing on the on the side. Oh the swirly
0: hypnotizer thing. Yeah. Intelligent looking specimens that has put the intelligence of all three to the test.
1: Oh, Oh, gosh.
0: If you dim, you'll be fine. So tell me what two and two is. Oh, 27, sir. Nope. There's no (laughs) no point putting you in the booth. (laughs) There's no point point putting you in the booth. That's the the actual test they used. Meanwhile, down in the tunnels, Flash and his cronies.
1: Now, surely they're going to meet something bad in the tunnels. This is Mongo. Dragon? Oh, no, I think they're testing.
0: There's probably a couple of killer clams down there, but basically, I think you'll find <laughs> exactly. that most of their experimentation has uh, been done on the. Let's face it, the way they were getting killed off in the last serial, there can't be many left, apart from those big dragons that they yeah. saw. What was it called? The Gokko? That was the word. Oh, now come on. Zarkov's going on about he must destroy this equipment. It's basically all he needs to do is run his hand across that table and smash all the bottles. This is the end. Yeah. But Zarkov is now saying, I need to... I think I he's, he's he's
1: filching stuff, isn't he? He
0: is. He thinks, oh, I can have some of this. I'm having some of that. <laughs> well, you know the way he knocks up a device in about 20 minutes most times. But it's not it's yeah. not a big deal for, for Zarkov. I mean, I I think they... Uh, I can't remember whether it's this episode or from my notes uh, this morning, but they he he knocked up a quick your anti freeze oh. spray oh now you notice the zaps there were a bit scribbly on the scribbly yeah. on the negative rather than proper optical yes. effects that's part of the the slight cheapness we are going to into actual, but it actually is
1: scribbled on the negative yeah it is actually making those marks you, on the negative do you want to be the
0: guy actually doing the scribbling on the negative the actual negative of the film
1: i know can you imagine
0: Especially when they're not shooting anything twice. Oh, there you go, Zarkov. I don't, I don't know, he, does, he looks like he's putting a... He's putting a na- knapsack together. Anyway, fight! Music! <laughs> Ooh, there's smoke. A, some, some manoeuvres. So we've got a big scrap going on. Uh, ah, you will release you the death
1: doesn't kill them all, but what about him?
0: Well that's why all the clever the people
1: going to die? What's happening now?
0: And Zarkov's trying to blow up all the equipment that makes the death dust.
1: Nice interlocking door.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Big explosion of all the uh, the kit. Oh, that was his credits photo, you'll notice. Yes. Zarkov in a furry hat. Oh,
1: Zarkov's quite brave there.
0: Pull the lights, it's all gone dark.
1: It Meanwhile, has. Meanwhile, the other
0: scrap's still going on in death dust room. Eesh. Oh, what's that? Oh, oh is that well. the chamber? There's no, there's a, there's a, there's a, a well in the middle of the room that if they fall down it, certain oh. death, certain death will happen. Gosh. So Flash is now in a big fight with, um, with, I don't know whether that's the same man who was in the. Um, basically, he's been told to kill them.
1: Oh, the one, the dim man.
0: Yes. Uh, a person of low intellect <laughs> <laughs> who survived it's the good death does. good at strangling. He's trying to throttle, flat oh! and they are both fallen down the hole. They're plummeting away, and it's fiend. It's oh the end. gosh. So
1: there that we was, go. That was all was happening.
0: The purple teeth.
1: So like you said, there's a lot to fit in because there's only 12 episodes. So, I'm exhausted. In terms of, in terms of plot and everything, you've got quite a long way in that first episode. In Mars, it takes about three episodes before they've seen Ming. But here, they're already tussling with him. Indeed. Gosh. Well, that well, felt so, very new reckon? to me. That felt very new to me. I, I don't you know what, it.
0: It's strange, actually. It it suddenly feels. I know. I know this is a terrible thing to say after Trip to Mars, but it suddenly feels very action packed again. Actually. Yeah. You I know? agree. I think. They, I mean. Yes. I know. Sometimes they throw all the money at episode one, and there's an awful lot of setting up of this situation and everything like
1: that. But uh, episode one is is a bit of a cracker. Yes enjoyed that it got straight to the point and it had some scary horrible eugenic stuff in it mm. but um yeah that was, its that time. was fun <laughs> yes <laughs> it's, it's time. a very unfortunate yeah yes. good Which just goes to show that these worries are always with us yeah but there was no caption saying what the next episode is called. But what is the next episode called, Martin? The next Martin?
0: episode is called a
1: freezing
0: torture as opposed to a <gasps> flaming torture. So basically <laughs> it's a different kind of torture. This one's a cold one rather than the hot one. But uh, that shouldn't necessarily put you off.
1: I- I'm guessing this is going to happen in fridge here. <laughs> They're going off to the fridge world.
0: Yes, to buy a new <laughs> yes to ice fridge freezer. Yes. Do you think they'll go for a chest freezer or an upright?
1: It depends whether Dale's involved.
0: <laughs> or maybe a bit Sorry. of both for now.
1: nah <laughs> right good so
0: there we go so have we learned anything we know that the death dust basically is being refined to just bump <laughs> off the clever folk now I, I still feel there's a flaw in, in the for one thing I mean you need the scientists to make your evil death dust yeah, uh, people like Zarkov, who he keeps trying to kidnap because they are useful to him. Exactly. So, it's, so all the it's clever weird... folk are useful to him, and and I like to think that Ming thinks he's he's one of the clever ones. He might he might think the Torch is a bit dim sometimes. <laughs> yeah, ironically, but um, but uh, yeah, I feel Ming might come a cropper at his own death dust if
1: he's not careful.
0: So he has to keep it careful. Who has control of the death dust?
1: Indeed.
0: That might become a whole thread throughout the serial. Equally, it might never be mentioned. No, exactly. It
1: feels like it should be, but we don't ever know with these movie serials. Okay. Thank you for joining me on this first episode of Flash Gordon Conquers the Universe. Mm. Brackets 1940. I will talk to you again next time and to the lovely audience, our lovely viewers, viewers, (laughs) listeners even. You're lovely. All of you. All of you. Look how perfectly formed and gorgeous you are. Well done.
0: We also next week have something to look forward to, which is a little lesson in Mongo economics. So that'll be fun. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm. What's
1: the word? Pert. <laughs> <I'm laughs> I know you. Not, nothing makes you happier than a bit of economics to discuss. I know. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay. <laughs> until next time, I have been Andy, and I've been Martin. You take care and ba bye.
0: Join us next time for another exciting episode of Space Soldiers. A Flash Gordon commentary podcast with Andy Priestner and Martin Holmes. I lost the plot in the middle of that one, which <laughs> is, is weird. I mean, I, I sort of should have known what was going on, and for some reason, I... no, no,
1: I just I was pleased I didn't know what was going on. A lot of talking. What of you or the yeah, plot? I think a lot of the talking was us. Well, both oh, really, which,
0: which is always the problem for the listener.
1: <laughs> oh, they're fine. They're used to it by now. If they're still listening, they like it.